Welcome to Dream Chasers Radio, where we are always daring to be different. Get ready, get ready, get ready to be inspired. Let's get moving toward our goals. And here to make that happen is our host, Yaya Diamond. Oh, yes, oh, yes. Man, I tell you, I tell you, it is amazing what's going on in in the the world of broadcasting. You know, I am so thankful that you are tuning in today on Dream Chasers Radio. This is your host, Yaya Diamond, and I am just, I am so excited about today. So we have our guest on today, and then we're going to go ahead and call it, and we're going to have another, we're going to have a few more guests on tomorrow night starting at 8.30 p.m., and that's going to be an amazing, amazing thing on the 21st of January 2019. Have you been opening up your resolution? I have. I have, and I am really on the move accomplishing things. Thank you so much for tuning in to 97.5 FM, Real Community Radio in North Port, Florida, as well as Bomb Baby Radio in New York City, the Caribbean Community Radio Station, and all of the Dream Chasers Radio Network all over the world. You know, I've had a lot of people tell me, you know, Yaya, you should be making a lot of money with this Dream Chasers Radio thing, and I'm going to tell you right now I don't. I had to stop there and think about that. Why am I not making a lot of money with this? How come I'm not getting, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars like some people say they, they get for for airing stuff on the radio and for podcasting and all that stuff? And I thought about it and I said, you know what? That was never my goal. Never my goal. So with all that said, that being never my goal, my goal was always to help others. My goal was always to be available and, and be as economical as possible for those people who want to uh, put their stuff out there and, and get exposure. And then to just to keep our sites going and our website and all that stuff and paying, you know, how the annual thing comes up for your site and your website name and all that stuff. Those are the things that I was concerned about. And I, I still am concerned about those things. But now what I want to do is I want to help out a little bit more. I really do. I want to help out more. I want to be more of a help. I want to open up a um, an online uh, facility, you know, facilitation for uh, all of us who get together on the indie side to work with each other. Do I want money? Yes. <laughs> yes, because I need to set it up. So if you want to help us, please go ahead and email us at dreamchasersradio at gmail.com or go to our website at dreamchasersradio.com. And uh, donate, please donate, please donate, and let us, uh, you know, and I want to I wanna thank all those people who have donated and helped us to get a couple of things that we've had uh, lingering over our head. There was a couple of things that we needed to do this year, and someone I'm not going to mention came through for us, and we were actually able to get those sites up and running. And I want to thank them. The entire funding that they gave us went straight back into the business, did none of it. None of it went into my pocket. None. So whatever donations that you give here at Dream Chasers Radio does not go back into my pocket. I'm going to let you know that I do not eat. 
because of Dream Chasers Radio and the money that's brought in. I don't I don't pay anything off on my personal end for Dream Chasers Radio. Everything that comes in for Dream Chasers Radio goes right back into Dream Chasers Radio. So I want to thank you guys so much for your donations. Please keep them coming. That's the only way we can do it. We are not a 501c3. We're not a nonprofit organization, but we do need your support. And all funding goes right back into Dream Chasers Radio. Now, I am available for... Um, uh, I just got booked for a um, a date for uh, speaking. That's cool in March, so that's going through. And uh, if you want me for your your engagement, and I have a couple other things and other people that want me to come out and talk to them about entrepreneurship, about podcasting, about broadcasting, about uh, I don't do too much blogging, but I do do a lot of social media. Uh, you know, I'm going to step that up in 2019, and I got the Roku thing over my head right now, so I'm fin- I'm actually finished with it, but I have to reroute some stuff. I didn't label it properly, so I have to go back in there today and label it. But as far as, like, doing all the things that I'm doing, and I want to let you know I don't have any volunteers. I have one person, and, and she's not with me anymore. So it's me. It's It's a one-woman show. And so if you're waiting for different things to happen, please be patient with me as I am getting to them as I get down my list. But I want to let you guys know that being in podcasting, being a singer, being, you know, having a regular job, these are all the things that I do to make things kind of like the wheel kind of keep going, you know what I mean? And so it's like, it's amazing to me that I have some people, you know, some people complain to me, oh, they don't have a job. Oh, they can't do this. Oh, they can't do that. Oh, it's, you know, if you really wanted to, if I really wanted to, there would be a way for me to go ahead and make some money on podcasting. There'd be some money way for me to make a lot of different things on this. And I would love to know how I could do that consciously. You know, so, I mean, I'm I'm the kind of person where if it's not needed, if I don't need you to send me anything, if I don't need you to, uh, if I don't need you to send me any money because I don't need anything, I'm not looking for anything, then guess what? I'm not going to ask. I'm not going to ask. You know, Dream Chasers Radio has been here for 11 years, and we're going to continue to be here even if I have to pull it out of my own pocket and do it like I've been doing it for the past 11 years. That's right. I've been working and pulling money out of my own pocket to make sure that Dream Chasers Radio continues. So with that being said, I have a few messages coming in. You know, I wanted to kind of encourage you guys today. There has been so many wonderful things going on with Dream Chasers Radio. We have the interviews getting ready to start being recorded. And so those interviews will be up and running as soon as we get our guests recorded. And and, uh, you can talk about all that. You know what I mean? And it's just, it's a, it's just, I love it. I absolutely love it. And so let me go ahead and make sure that I am on point with this guest here and, and getting everything done. When you're doing a live radio broadcast, there's a lot of things that can go wrong, a lot of things that can go wrong. You know, I'm I'm getting ready to do my audio book, and I already have someone that's going to be editing that and listening to it and helping me with pronunciation and all that stuff so people can understand me. Um, And when you're doing a live broadcast, I like it. I actually do like it. I like it. I like it for a few reasons. I like it because it's live. I'm done. (laughs) 
I'm done. If it was good, if it was bad, if it was it if it was in it was just bad. It was whatever it is. Let's put it that way. Whatever it is, it's there. It's done. I'm finished with it. You know, with recordings, I have to go back in. I get picky. You know, I edit things. I I take things out. I move things around. I I you know it it's just you know, and and um. <laughs> With with all that said, there are a couple of things I don't like. And I'm going to tell you right now, one of them is the variation of people not calling in. You set the time, you set the day, you tell them this is when you got to be here. I don't follow up with people only because I really don't have the time to do it. If I had someone else helping me out to follow up with the time, I would definitely have people follow up. I don't have that time. I don't have that time. So there is no, there's not always a follow-up, I should say. I do follow up sometimes, but most of the time I just kind of send the information out, and this is your information. This is the only time you're going to get it. I'm so sorry. This is it. So keep this on your calendar. Do whatever you got to do to make sure it works for you. Some people don't call in, and it, and you know what? It's very rare that they don't, and sometimes they forget, and that's understandable. And sometimes there's a genuine, a genuine emergency where they could not call in, and that's fine too. And I'm okay with that. Uh, but when people um, don't call in, I have to kind of scramble to get things done, and to have something to to say to you guys instead of. Uh, all the other stuff that, you know, we would be talking about if we did have an interview going. So that's one of the things I don't like about live interviews. The second thing I don't like about live interviews is, you know, you never know who's listening. And so you're live, and you could be live talking to nobody. But it doesn't really bother I don't think that really bothers me. I, I don't think that that's something I, I really, I'm really concerned about because if I was – Concerned about talking to nobody and talking to the air, I would have stopped many years ago. We broadcast all over the place. Online, you know, we have all of our online stations, and we and we reach, you know, a good amount, like twenty-two to twenty-eight thousand people um, live. So I know there's people there, but when it goes out to the stations, that's where we we reach the biggest, and we 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 have gotten like. Oof, about one point at one time we reached one point five million people uh a month right now we're doing one point three i believe it is one point three million a month uh between the caribbean um the east coast of Florida, which is West Palm Beach all the way down to the keys. We have bomb baby radio that reaches a lot of people. I'm not sure what the numbers are there uh but between bomb between uh the Caribbean community radio station and 97.5 FM and uh, Internet and a couple other places that we send out to, we reach now about $1.3 million a month. Um, you know, it's so funny because, again, I never really, and I don't want to really capitalize on this, even though I probably could live off of this and do a lot more. So I need your opinion on, you know, just different things that we could be doing here at the station to be more productive and uh, to be more of a station that reaches out. You know, I, I thought about it, and, you know, giving the opportunity for an artist to be on the station, to present their their music, to present their their craft, you know, their their book, their, uh, 
their product, their invention, whatever it may be, is amazing. Their business, whatever it may be, it's fine. It's fine as long as it's not, you know, I don't, I don't do any adult uh, stuff here. But everything else is fine. Um, I love that. I love that aspect. I love helping people out. I love doing this. I love broadcasting. I love getting that out to the people. I love being the vehicle by which people are coming to the station and actually being interviewed by me and wanting to be interviewed by me, Yaya Diamond. And it's great. It's wonderful. But I'm going to let you know I want more. I want more. I want to do more. I really do. I think it's necessary that we grow. Um, You know, when we are uh, crafting or in the stages of developing our business, our ideas, our books, whatever the case may be, our initial our initial goals are great. You know, and, and again I've you know, if you've heard the story, I just started pushing the station uh really, really hard the last two and a half, almost now three years, just to get it, you know, get to get the foundation back and going. Because I did let it kinda linger a little bit for a while. But I do want more. I want to do more. I want to. I want to actually leave Dream Chasers Radio as a legacy for the artists that come on the station. I think we could do more. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask for you, the listener, if you're listening in today, to email us or to go on our website. Or go on our social media. That's right. You know what? Go on our Facebook page. I would love to hear from you. Go on our Facebook page and leave us a message and let me know what you think. What are your ideas about Dream Chasers Radio? I would love to know what kind of an idea you would have to help us bring in some finances so that we can do more, so we can put in more. So we can give back more. It's always been my goal. It's it's an amazing goal, isn't it? To give back. To give more. And with that said, we're gonna play we're gonna play a couple of songs here. Uh that I am really truly looking forward to uh having these artists on the station. I'm gonna go ahead and go here and grab this uh this music here. It is, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm amazed at how many people say the music industry is dead. We have artists that start out, and, and they're moving forward. I don't see how the music industry is dead. I think it's alive and well, but we're just not looking under the right subheading. <laughs> here it is, Philly, succeed, secure the bag. I got tired of sleeping on her. I got tired of seeing less than one more. And they don't ever pay attention when you So I had to let this silly dip though. Hopping out of all this out of I done got a bag and got it on my own. I'm just living. This is 
And, uh, you know, I want you to tune in. I want, I want you to listen to the station. I want you to be inspired by the people that are coming on. I mean, what, you know, it's like, okay, okay. We, we you know, a lot of people complain that we don't have people going after their goals anymore. You know, people are lazy. Um, I don't encounter that. I, I don't encounter that. I, I have so many wonderful people here calling into the station here that are going after their goals and their dreams and their aspirations and they have so much talent and they're writing and they're, they're singing and they're rapping and they're moving forward. All I get is positive things here at Dream Chasers Radio. I want you to experience that. I want you to know that there are people out there that are going heavily, heavily after their dreams, heavily. I don't encounter any lazy people here at Dream Chasers Radio, and that's why I want you to listen in. You're listening in. Why do you listen in to other people's dreams and how they're accomplishing them? Because they inspire us to move forward in our own dreams. That's why. You know, I listen, I'm the host of this show, and every single person that's ever been on the show has inspired me to keep going, to do and be more. It's amazing. This is the moment where, you know, either you're relevant or you're irrelevant. Either you're going to do it or you're not. And I, I say this, I say this, and I say this, wholeheartedly, everybody that's been on this station is amazing. They have an amazing talent. They have a great gift. And no one on this station can claim it was them that had given it to them. However, it's there, and we're developing it. It's a gift, something you're born with. What were you born with? What do you want to do? What can you do the best that you're not doing? That all it takes is a few minutes a day to get started. I want to inspire you today to get up and do 15 minutes of whatever it is that you think that you're really super good at and that you enjoy doing. Do 15 minutes of that a day. I guarantee you it'll grow. Just 15 minutes. You know, I, 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 uh, <laughs> I started but just one day a week. I think before that I was at one day a month, I believe, or one day every two weeks. And, and, and since then it's grown. So now I'm looking to grow more. It's wonderful. I, I want to encourage you to be that person that goes after those dreams, those goals. Success is something that's, you know, it's a hustle. Definitely is. That's, that's what it is. It's a pure hustle. Wanna let you know the track back. Pure, you how to track that. Uh, wanna hear you say the track back. Pure, awesome. How to track that? Uh, I wanna let you know the track back. This shit is pure. I'm about to teach you how to track that. Uh, I wanna hear you say the track back. Pure hustle. I'ma show you how to track that. I can make a million off a mixtape or out the kitchen, cause they love the way the taste. Be patient. I'ma wait long as you take, and I ain't stopping till my mom. 
click straight. Uh, run up on me, homie, that'll be a mistake. You'll get bodied in your body, you'll be misplaced. I'm trying to whip a wide body to my wrist, say. So I'ma use this glass pot to that break. You know the real, blood to see your buff. You know them hate, blood to see your fuss. Don't matter which way it go, I'ma be a boss. Cause if I never sell a record, I could beat the cost. No, dog, I ain't tripping about no limelight. It's in my pants, I'm still clutching on this nine tight. And it look like I'm about to shine bright. But that been in my plans, I just was making sure the time right. I can make a million off the rap game. Or I can make a million off the trap game. Only get what you put out, isn't that strange? Pure hustle, boy, it's all about your trap game. I can make a million off the rap game. Or I can make a million off the trap game. Only get what you put out, isn't that strange? Pure hustle, boy, it's all about your trap game. I wanna let you know the trap back. That's pure, I'm about to teach you how to trap that. I wanna hear you say the trap back. Pure hustle, I'ma show you how to trap that. I can make a million cause my rap's hot. If that stop, I make a million out the spot. Be for real, I'm still that f***er from the back block Without a deal, still look like I hit the jackpot Hopped out that red thing with them B's on it Hades fools on my feet with them G's on it And it look like I got a trick up my sleeve, don't it? And this is street heater if I breathe on it Got a plan to make a meal and I just put my G's on it Old school with the rag top and throw some D's on it I just wanna be a rich boy I'm on some boy and if I don't spit up out this That's what them shifts for Homie, you should get up on my that's what you for If we ever get into some That's what them glicks for If this microphone don't work That's what the wrist for We be standing back over the stove Trying to whip more I can make a million off the rap game Or I can make a million off the trap game Only get what you put out Isn't that strange? Pure hustle, boy, it's all about your trap game I can make a million off the rap game Or I can make a million off the trap game Only get what you put out, isn't that strange? Pure hustle, boy, it's all about your trap game I wanna let you know the trap that That's pure, I'm about to teach you how to trap that I wanna hear you say the trap that Pure hustle, I'ma show you how to trap that Yo, BM keep texting. Yo, in my DM she 
flexing. Whoa. 3 a.m. she sexing. Uh-huh. By 12 p.m. I'm sexing. Hey, I want you to catch my shoes on. My family's on in the two zones. Blue up red, that's two tones. Any phone with me look blue chrome. Renegade. I'm taking pay the fool like a money bitch. Money bitch. I'm trying to build a house with a ton of bricks. Ton of bricks. Ain't got to watch these so called friend of me. Over. Straight drop, no baking soda, like in the kitchen with the taking over. Uh, in the Lincoln with the taking motor, fam cup filled, he ain't drinking soda. I'm with a porn, she with a porn, late in the porn and I can't control him. It's 8 o'clock in the 750, doing 69 on the one way. My name in bright lights like that'll be the site one day. But until that day with this KJ, don't shoot the torch like gunplay. I'm so legit with these type of bitches, I don't give a f- what none say. I'm trying to get it like Ace and Mitch, but first I gotta watch Rico. And for that reason, I'm still breathing, I see people like Pete Post. For a piece of change, said, do a strange late attitude like Freak. It's loyalty before royalty, I got the combination to the G-Code. Renegade, I'm taking pay the fool like a money bitch. Money bitch. I'm trying to build a house with you, ton of bricks. Ton of bricks. Ain't got to watch these so-called friend of me. I promise niggas when I be there. See no red light, or no stop sign. It's go time, sprint right to the finish. That what goes on in my mind. It's my turn to win it. I go so hard when I grind. Ain't no gold on the surface, so I gotta dig the fire. Chance to really take it and make it 
On this episode, a legend stops by. We have a very, very, very special guest. I'm not sure how for the four people that don't know who you are, you're going to introduce yourself. For, for me, from afar, we're just getting to know each other, but from afar, music and political icon is where I put you, my friend. Wyclef, why don't you, why don't you for make a little say hello to the Vayner Nation before we get into India's question. Vayner Nation, how you do? My name is Wyclef, representing 212. <laughs> I used to do this in the cafeteria all day. Back in the days, I used to listen to N.W.A. Mm-hmm. You don't know me, man. I'm from the Fugees. Born in Haiti, raised in Brooklyn, New York City, then moved to New Jersey. <laughs> Jersey. That's natural. That's what we used to do. <laughs> like, in the cafeteria. By the way, I just want to say. If I could naturally do that, I'd have 17.9 million followers on Instagram. That's incredible. Walk up to the when, principal's office now. When did you realize you had that ability? When did that first happen? Oh, just the ability of words? Yeah. Man, I, you know, being in a small village coming from Haiti. When did you come to the U.S.? Ten years old. Ten years old. Yeah. And I tell my daughter, like, <laughs> it's funny, right, because she gets everything. And I'll be like, yeah, yeah, you know, um, you know, your dad was in Haiti. And then she goes, ah, here goes dad again with the story that he rode a donkey one day. <laughs> <laughs> it goes the same story. But, but like, it's yeah. true. I look at, I was born in, in Belarus in the former Soviet Union. Mm-hmm. We came here, we were super poor. Like, yeah. my daughter just had a birthday, and I looked at my wife and I said, she just got more presents on this birthday than I got in my life. Facts, man. I mean, that's just the way it is. Yeah, man. It's the way it is. India, can you flow? Can you, can no. you, you want to rap battle uh, Y-Clef? India, flow. Let's flow. flow. <laughs> that's not where you're going. Too embarrassing. All right, so why, why don't we uh, start the show? Uh, and so I tweeted out some, to let people know you were coming. So there's yeah, some man. questions, business questions, music questions, I'm sure, no. other questions. Yeah. Let's see where people went. India? First one from Omar. Omar. Omar asks, 
Making connections is a huge part of the music industry. For somebody who is starting out, where do I start? Oh, man, that's a good question. I think, like, it's a little more easier for you, Omar, than it was for me. 100%. There's a thing called the fucking Internet. Yeah. The Internet is key. I mean, really, for me, we had to sit, the Fuji's literally had to sit, go through, like, 7,000 A&Rs saying, this shit ain't going to work. Like, rappers playing guitars and women singing and rapping? No, 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 that's too much. So with the Internet... You can actually build and you, and your you, own audience. And you were going through that process of trying to think that what, like in, that was happening in 91, 2, and 3, before 4 and 5? It seems like what? It was 94, 3, 4, 5 when and it, it happened? it was going like 93, 94. Do you know how weird it is? 1993, a group shows up with an acoustic guitar, and we talking about we hip-hop, we from the hood, and then you have one girl, and Clef grabs his guitar, and another kid's a rocker, and I start playing guitar, and Lauren starts to sing John Lennon, Imagine. Then I go into a freestyle. Can you imagine someone who's a and r that time? Yeah, they know. Do you know what I mean? So the beautiful thing about the Internet right here is that you get to create your world. And if, you're, if your music or whatever you're doing is really original, it's going to find its key audience because through the internet we've learned it's a big universe, right? So you got your crowd. I, I completely agree with him and I say this all the time, the best way to sell is for people to come to you, right? And the fact that there are things now like Musical.ly and Snapchat and Instagram and all the other platforms we know, the fact that you can actually produce music, put it on SoundCloud and actually serendipitally walk into shit because somebody heard it or shared it and change your world, and that's just incredible. Like, people didn't have that opportunity. There's so, there are so many, there, there, how, how many Fugees, how many, you know, real, actually, this, I'm dying to ask you this question. How many very talented musicians do you think did not get discovered in the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s because there was just only so many A&R people, they maybe lived in Memphis, they maybe lived in Haiti, they maybe lived in Belarus, like, in your opinion, do you believe that if you were great, it would have just happened? Or do you think in the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s, a generation that we don't grow up anymore, there were actually real big-time talents that never got their opportunity because they just didn't have the luck of being in the right place at the right time? Yeah, but you know what's funny about what you said, right, is you see, the music of the 50s, the 40s, the 60s, the 70s was a different thing because people wasn't worried about show business. Right. People was more worried about... The music. The music. You see, so this is how we know of Thelonious Monk. This is how we could go back to Muddy Waters. Mm-hmm. Like, Bibli, don't go, Bibli. It wasn't really about... Because think about it now. Whenever we, this generation, want inspiration as a producers, and we go... I'm, I'm in the studio with Avicii. Okay. Right? And we sit and... In, in winter in, in Stockholm, <laughs> dark, right? Yep. So, so we're sitting there and, you know, and, and we're talking about chords and progressions. And, and what's the reference? We go back to freaking like Ray, Ray Charles, Georgia. Mm-hmm. So it's like at, at the end of the day, I just think that we have to understand that <clears throat> the idea of the Fujis was musicality. It wasn't like, oh, man, we we about to do something to get put on so people right. know who we were. Man, if you listen to the first Fuji album, it's called Blunted on Reality. The whole album start off with a poem where the Ku Klux Klan is trying to come and 
invade this generation. And we talk about we are not going for that. Allow that. Yeah, so if you're trying to be in the music business, this is not the first message that you want to put out. So I, I think that the key to everything, whether if it's art, whether if it's, you know, you think of like a Picasso, like when you look at that piece, or think of Basquiat, when you look at a piece, or just think of Miles Davis, Bitches Brew. Like no one's thinking about, so the idea is, we have to think a thousand years from now, like, is is this conversation going to be relevant? And I really think that that's my key, like, with this generation. And that's the only thing that I tell them. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, y'all spitting out, y'all spitting out hits every second, every second on musically. My daughter's singing a new song, right? Yep. The new one is and then she you know, and then she puts me on musically. She's like, come on, dad. No, dad, you're doing it wrong. Come back So, third take. Third take. And then what I noticed is like after 70 songs, songs are playing. I said, Angelina, who's this artist? She's like, I don't know. She don't know, but she knows this song. So I think if we can push more musicality to your point, because there are badass artists out there. They are on the internet, you know what I mean? And we just have to focus don't on you think? Don't you think these platforms give musicality a better chance? Because back to your point, you brought musicality yeah. and the human being that was thinking business is like, who wants this black guy playing a guitar and the girl sing? Like, right? That's, that right. Was, that's what stopped musicality. And now the open platforms, I actually think give musicality a real opportunity. Yeah, sexy black guy. Respect. Respect. All right, India, let's move this. (laughs) Next one from Alexander. Alexander. Alexander asks, what are some essential things to do and to avoid when it comes to personal branding? From my standpoint, the thing that, you know, it's really, you know, it's so funny. I make my parallels. I I know you probably don't know a lot about this backstory, but I was in the wine business and I came out and made YouTube videos when YouTube first came out and I talked to people in Springfield, New Jersey, not far from Mm -hmm. Orange, in Springfield, New Jersey, in my office, I made videos just like this and I talked to people about wine. I told people wine tasted like whatchamacallit bars or like when you open a racquetball case. Stuff that nobody had ever done before. And there was no wine spectator or food network that was gonna put on this guy that compared wine to the Iron Sheik giving somebody an, a camel clutch. Mm-hmm. Nobody was gonna put me on. <laughs> the internet put me on. And I think the personal brand thing is really no different than musicality AKA originality, AKA actually having the chops. I think so many of you, and, and it's funny, you guys know, my crew knows, I compare entrepreneurship right now to rap and hip hop because it's a genre that is getting looked upon and all of a sudden it's fame and all this stuff and you see a lot of fake entrepreneurs. That's the same thing as one hit wonder just following the melodies that, or the hooks that work and there's nothing there. I think the number one thing to building a brand, a personal brand, the number one to do is to be you 24-7, 365, forever, never waver, regardless. You know, money and fame doesn't change you, it exposes you. So, oh, it's binary, one and zero. Be yourself 24-7, 365, and the thing not to do is alter that in any shape or form. My Thanks. man? Facts, man. <laughs> yo, you, yo, in hip hop, we call that you just spit some bars. <laughs> I'll bars. take it. I'll, now I'm good. I'm good. Bars, take that. Man. Put that quote card everywhere. Uh, all right, let's move it. Brian. Oh, video. Yeah. Good job, India. Hey, Gary V. Hey, Wyclef. How you guys doing? Thank you very much for taking my question. My name is Brian Rips. I'm a musician and entertainer from New York City. 
Uh, for the last 10 years, I've been making my living writing songs and traveling the country playing for people. One of the biggest lessons I've learned is how to take no for an answer and press on. I'm curious to hear from both of you what some of the biggest no's you've encountered in your career are and how you overcame them and moved on to conquer them. Great question. Oh, that's very nice. That was well done. Great guitar player, too. You know how happy that guy is right now? Yeah, <laughs> Damn, man, you, yo, you, you killing that guitar. He's in New York? Uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, I think he said. Yeah, yeah. I think yo, he said. do me a favor right now, this man. This is big. Hit me at, okay, we're going to do this. Let's make this big. I want it. <laughs> now you got to deal with this. No, no, listen. No, they have no. to deal with this with me all okay, the time. I love it. Do no, it. No, do no, it no, big. Let's do it. Let's do this. Go ahead. Right, when you come see me. In Jersey. We come, we come chill. Don't worry, I'm going to have grass and everything. No worries. You bring the wine? I'm bringing the wine. So, why, listen, why don't we bring the homie in? Done. Let's bring him in. Let's bring Brian in, and we can do Amazing. a little jam session. Okay, that'd be cool. So, this is what I'm thinking. Dreams are made this on the Ask cool. Gary V really show. But, but, but to, his, to his question, man, I would say the, the, the no factor is a motivation factor. And the thing about it is it's, it goes back to what you say. Um, so every day, you constantly have to prove yourself. Only but as good as your last at bat. You're proving yourself to yourself. Always remember that. Because the day that you wake up and you say, man, I'm already good on piano, I'm already good on guitar, I done wrote 50 songs, I don't need to write anymore, that's the day you're finished. Finished. Because the thing that keeps us as human beings going is creativity. The day that we lose that, we completely lose ourselves. So, so to your point, is it's just about each one, teach one, and constantly being inspired. And whenever someone told me no, it was always a motivation for yes. I couldn't agree more. I mean, you know, again, so many of you watch my content. Only as good as your last at bat. Chip on the shoulder. You know, like I would say that I'm wired. I'm I'm curious how I don't, I'm surprised how much I do want, I like sticking it to the mark. I'm very competitive. Do you find mm -hmm. yourself competitive? You have to be, like, naturally. You know, like to me, I, you know, I, I've talked a lot about loving to lose. I do, like, there's no, for some reason, Stefan, you know this when we play basketball in the morning, like, when I lose, I'm, I'm like, I'm like weird, I'm like, I like it. Like, I have like this, like there's a feeling that I wanna, it, it, it motivates me so much, I truly believe that the thing that separates so many people is people are scared of the no and the loss. They're, they think it's a scarlet letter and, it, and what that does is it makes them not go. You know, I love the way he said, when I get no's, I push through. For me, for me, my early childhood, to answer you directly, because two guys that like to philosophize, I'll go right into it. My early childhood was probably my biggest adversity. I didn't have the same adversity of like being a minority or gender or things of that nature. I didn't have a whole lot of money, but the big thing that I had was I was getting D's and F's. So I was making $3,000 a weekend selling baseball cards mm -hmm. in the malls in New Jersey. Wow. And, but I was getting D's and F's as a 13, 14 year old, mm -hmm. and everybody thought I was a loser. My teachers, my friends' parents, because that's when school was the game. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I, like the market, the world was telling me I wasn't good and everything inside of me told me I was gonna be good. I don't, think if, I don't think you can win unless you love yourself first. And so I think you're right about it being a one-on-one -on -one game inside your own dome. And so for me, my adversity was early on because once I hit the market, once my entrepreneurial flair came out, my first year of running my dad's business, I grew it substantially. It was over before it started. So. You know, adversity, you know, I think the thing that's most interesting to me is
If this company doesn't do well next year, if my next five investments don't do well, if my next prediction is that you know blah, blah, blah is gonna be huge and it isn't, well then I'm not as good anymore. I'm fascinated by the music industry. Three, four good albums in a row, iconic set, one bad album, one bad, like, it's amazing. You're just as good as your last at bat. That's right. I mean, think about it. I mean, uh, in, in our business, we say 10 million mm-hmm. is a championship ring, right? Okay. So like, um, so to be able to sell 10 million a few times and to do it for different people, right? Yes. Not yourself. Yes. So, because this is another thing. Um, okay, cool, you can make money, but can you make other people money? Because the key is, if you can make other people money, you create social entrepreneurship. That's right. And from social entrepreneurship, that's right. And then, um, so for me, that's definitely part of, so for me in my business, I remember I did the, when we did the score, I got scared after we sold 10 million. Because crazy, I said, right? I said, no disrespect to Menudo. <laughs> or, or like, no, 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 I'm not disrespect. I love Menudo and New Kids on the Block. I love them because they're watching it. Yep. I love them. But I was like, holy shit, like we're a pop group now. It's, so yep. I disappeared, man. Um, got an apartment on 66th Street and and third, and I was like in a in a small room, and I was like, I have this uh, thing called the carnival, and I was like, I have to do this thing, and now. I was like, it's artsy, it's artsy, I have to do this thing, and then from there, got landed me Destiny Child, Beyonce and them, right for. I, I, Somebody's like, yo, we love the carnival. There's these four girls in the hotel room, <laughs> and um, we, we need you to just go see them. And then, uh, and then I went to this hotel room. Let me ask you a question about that hotel room. Did it make, did it, did, was that a moment where you just understand immediately, like, did you immediately understand Beyonce had real big-time talent, or was it, did that develop? Like, just for you, one, I mean, some people, I'm just curious how story well, time. I think, I think for me, I have a net. Like, Lauren, as a kid, yeah. 14, 15. She's from Maplewood? Yeah, Maplewood, right New Jersey, right Columbia, right? So, so I have, I get this gift from the church, though. It's like purely, and the church called me the choir director. I can find a singer in two minutes. I'm like, oh, this is the singer that's going to sing lead. Um, so definitely when I first saw Beyonce, I was like, wow, right? Mm-hmm. What do I remember about Beyonce the most? I'll tell you. And she watches, you know? Every, Thanks for watching, B. Yeah, every, every... And this is like, this taking me back, right? So Destiny Child was opening up for me. Is that right? Right? Watch this. But every time Destiny Child got off the stage and I went on, Beyonce was always on the side studying the show. Now people be like, man, why is she so invincible? She's so invincible because... She's a student of the game. She put in the work. Right? So this is another thing when we talk about, like, so for me, when I show up, it's not about what I'm doing. I want to know what you're doing. It's, it's, right? It's, it's, it's actually, what I do for a living is actually only predicated on watching what other people are doing yeah. to figure out what they're going to do next. You know what? I'm going to stick here and be selfish for a second because it's the thing I like the most. Just binary. Who, you, one man's opinion. You're just one man. Yeah. Who was the most talented person you came across and who was the hardest working person you've come across? Right now, so far, in your journeys, in your industry, in your industry, I'm just curious. Yeah, just so far, I'm just real curious. And I know like, I'm sure this is not what you think about every day and it might not come that easy or like, as you debate in your head. Well, I mean, for me, it's a setup question. 
Okay. Because I know Carlos Santana watching this right now. Of course, Carlos, uh, thank you. <laughs> we, have, we have a lot of people this week. Right so, so, but I could, I could, you know, it's just like, you know what I mean? Santana's like, you better say me. Um, you put me on the spot. Okay. I know I'm putting you on the spot. But I'm spot. curious. Is it a good, a good are, You don't have to answer, but I'm real no, being curious. And actually, I really want to know the hard, I want the hard answer. work one, to be honest. Everyone's going to respect Okay, go ahead. For me, the <clears throat> hardest working person that I've came across in my entire life so far will have to be Michael Jackson. <laughs> because, and then this is what I tell you, right? So when you're hard working, you're like moving at the speed of light, but somehow you're aware of everything going on with the culture and everything. Like, you know everything at real time. Like, because you Michael, man. You're like in Asia somewhere. So why are you calling me? And then you're like, yo, you know, I was just watching this TV, and I was just like, who's this guy, you know, gone to November? You know, I think I'm being pranked, and I hang up the phone <laughs> the first time Michael calls back. I'm like, holy shit, this fucking Michael Jackson. And, yo, this guy scheduled literally shows every, every day somehow finds time to land at Sony Studio, come up the elevator, come see me, sit down, and that whole day changed my life. Ever since that, I just see music totally different on the perception because I'm like, yo, this is Michael Jackson. And he's sitting there normally, and he's giving me the rhythms while he's sitting there. And I know the dude is coming from a you know, the flight has to be super long. And he's sitting there now, he's like, yo, this is how I'm here in the bass. This is how I'm here in the drums with his whole body. And I'm like, yo, it's freaking Michael. And, <laughs> man, yo, dude, when I tell you I'm tripping, I'm tripping. So for me, I would say the coolest, this is the coolest thing about Michael, man. It's, it's um, So then we in a room with two of us. And then he's like, man, you know, your style reminds me of you know, when we was younger, they took us to Jamaica. There was a guy who used to smoke a lot of weed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bob Marley? He's like, no, no, no. no. Said, oh, Peter Tosh. <laughs> 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 That's unbelievable. So, for me, you know, that that was, um, that that to me. Was huge. It, it was huge. And then, and then I was amazed by uh, this short time that I spent with Whitney Houston. Yes. She was insanely incredible, Jersey. Yep. Jersey crew. Um, and, man, Whitney's work ethics was crazy. And I guess I was lucky because when Clive Davis calls you and he's like, yo, man, um, I need a song for Whitney Houston. You know, you like, start trembling. <laughs> and, like, and then Whitney shows up. I'm like, I know Whitney. I know you. your schedule and what you're going through show up on. 24-7. Ready to work. Um, insane. Like, it's the first record they're being recorded. So when when you, and then you're pinching yourself, you're like, no, no, that's really Whitney, the bodyguard. This time. And then she's showing up as if this is the first record she's about to record for Because her money and success doesn't change you. Yeah. It exposes you. Facts. It's just so real. India? Mars. The last question was, who do you think is the greatest hustler in the music industry? In Get out of town. I'm serious. See, I felt it. Yeah, you knew. You just knew. I, were you just laughing? Were you like, this is so weird? I was just like, this is great. This is the flow, obviously. The flow, the bars. Yeah, the bars. 
Wycliffe, what, uh, what, what excites you about tech? How old is your daughter? My daughter is 11. And what is she about? So musically, she's all about it. She's about everything tech-related. She lives as in that phone. As far as like the audio, yeah, she lives in the phone. And what kind of music so does she like? So anything, she's eclectic. She's, she's like Clef's daughter. <laughs> <laughs> but anything that is relevant, yep. she puts me up on it. Whether if it's like from a DJ Snake remake, mm -hmm. this is insane, to the musically, and this is how it has to be adjusted, yep. to, to dad, um, I don't know, man, you have to challenge Jason Durello to a dance competition. <laughs> um, you know what I mean? So, yeah. so in tune. And, and what about for you? What about for you? What comes most natural? Any of them? Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat, well, Instagram. Yeah. Well, what's funny is to every social media, yep. it goes with your certain likeness, right? Mm -hmm. So for me, the one that naturally goes with me is the one that can be instant at real time, and that would be Facebook mention. Mm, the um, live. The live. You love that. Yeah, I love that because what happens is... Sometimes you'll just go on. Yeah, it gives the fan real time. Uh -huh. I'm all about... Because sometimes you catch in a vibe and... You want to give the fan that exposure that they can only catch that lightning at that second. Yep. So for me, um, I guess like for, for DJ Khalid, it's Snapchat. Yep. So my version of Snapchat for me is like Facebook mentions. I love you it. Know? Yep. I love it. India, good show. Thanks. Black Life, I really appreciate Yo, it. Yo, so, I so I'll see you at the studio. 100%. Bars. What kind of wine do you drink? Um... Are you into it yet? Am I going to educate course, you? Well, of course. I mean, you could never stop learning. You know what I mean? So I, lo I look Bad. forward. I love this guy. No, he's no, right. No. He's right. I look forward to being educated. You know okay. what I mean? But, but um, shout out to my Russian Jewish friends. And um, when you're coming, let me know because I have a few wine boys okay. that are going to show up with some things they bought back from the cave. Okay. And, I love um, it. And we're going to need your opinion on some stuff. All right. Well, every time we have a guest, they get to ask the Vayner Nation the question of the day. Any question you want, we'll get hundreds of questions on Facebook uh, uh, and, and, and uh, YouTube answered for you. It could be anything about music. It could be what you're thinking about. It could be absolutely anything. All right. My question to the Vayner audience. An election's coming up. Oh, going big. And Bernie started a movement. And clearly, Bernie's not going to be the candidate. But Bernie's movement has become so strong that it becomes part of America Youth Moving Forward movement. So uh, my question for you is, how would the candidate that you choose um, that you're going to continue with the idea of free education the different things that Bernie is talking about, are you still going to be part of activating your communities, meaning your mayors, your congressmen, your statesmen, on this movement that have started? And who are you basically going to be voting for and why? Why Clef wants a bloodbath in the comment yes. section. I love That's it. That's right, baby. I That's appreciate so it, man. Cool. You keep asking questions, we'll keep answering them. What's up, guys? Hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, please, do I get to link it up anywhere? Is it like in here? Or is it down below? Is it in print or is it in my video? Uh, 
It's here down to my left. Like right here, there's a button for them to subscribe to my YouTube video. Yeah, it's that little buggy thing. That's right, guys. Click this. That's right. Use that. <laughs> all right, all right. That was Jerry Bay and White Cleft Gene in their uh, episode, and oh my gosh, amazing. You know, just the things that go through with the music industry and how everything is, and 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 you know when you get money and when you actually succeed in your dreams and you get the money, like Gary says, it, it, it exposes who you really are. And so getting money, if you're not ready for it, is really not a good thing. So we need to be ready for it. And not only that, we need to be humble enough to understand that money comes, money goes, but you and your impact on other people remain. And we have our guest for today. I want to say thank you for, um, for calling into the show. Please tell everybody who you are and what you do, please. Hello, hello, hello. I am KP, and I am a female artist. I'm new to the scene, and um, I do a lot of things, and I want to get into a lot of things. So it's like trying. It's like kind of hard to pinpoint everything that I do. Mm-hmm. So, no. <laughs> well, tell me, I mean, yeah. tell me you guys started everything. I mean, because that sounds like, and then you started this one, and then I did, just added this one, and then that one came and did that one, and did that one, and then. The next thing you know, you're <laughs> Exactly, exactly. That's really how it be, too. And I'm like, at first, I originally, I've been writing for a really, really long time. So, like, since I was a kid, I was writing. Um, but I never really got into it. And then, you know, life happens. You have kids, and you have marriages, and you have all these different things. And now I'm uh, finally, my, my kids are finally old enough for me to go ahead and pursue my dream without missing any time from them. You know, so I ended up starting, uh, jumping back into the music industry, rapping. Um, that's due to my sister, cause she's really, really, uh, she's really a dope artist, and she wouldn't do it without, you know, somebody to back her. So I kind of like skyrocketed myself into the to the rapping thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, when you think about what you used to want to do, and then what you're doing now. Is that is that along the lines, or did you have to kind of change, or did you change? And I think everybody changes, but, uh, like, rapping, I never thought I would be a rapper, per se, but I always wanted to be in the music industry. I always wanted to, you know, go ahead, I'm sorry. No, 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 I was just laughing. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I always wanted to be in the music industry. I wanted to write um when I was really, really young, I wanted to be a singer, but I cast that out a long time ago. But I've always kind of wrote, 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 wrote. And um, I wanted people to notice my writing. But in, back then, we didn't have all of these outlets as far as uh, social media is concerned. Um, we just had to put our stuff on a demo, and then the record company would figure it out by that, but I wasn't really into the singing thing, so it was kind of hard for me to submit something that I didn't want to do. So, yeah, but I changed a lot since then, so I'm a little bit more sociable, should I say. <laughs> you know, let me ask you a question. How has social media changed the way that you communicate with the listeners and your fans? Okay, so... um as far as the social media thing, like I said, when we were, when I was around 
18, 19, it wasn't really huge. Like, social media, they had MySpace and, you know, different – I don't even think Facebook was out at that time. Um, <laughs> and it was like, you know, you could talk to the friends that you be with regularly every day, you know, but as far as people across the, the whole world, it's amazing how much – of a difference it is because, like I said, back then you would talk to your friends or, you know, friends of friends, but now you get on social media and you can talk to somebody in Germany or you can talk to somebody in China. Like, I have a fan base overseas and most of them are from, like, Africa or, like, Siberia or stuff like that, but it's amazing that they even know who, like, I'd be, like, like thrown back, like oh my goodness, like they really listen to us over here in 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 the, in the states and stuff. So yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's changed a lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I I've always admired people who rap. You know how how is it easy for you or was it a challenge? I mean, what was it like transferring from one genre to the other? I think what happened was we were playing, so it wasn't like a a you know what, let me do this, I'm going to rap today, and then I'm just going to get into the music industry. We ended up being in a car, a bunch of us uh, friends just sitting in a car, playing around with the music and instruments, and we, you know, each of us had a different part. And after that, it was just like, oh, you know, people were like, you know, y'all been on live and y'all been playing, but we want to hear some real stuff from y'all because y'all dope. (laughs) You know what I mean? And I'm like, I don't know, but it, it kept like, it kept presenting itself to me and I'm one of them people that's like one with the universe and if something is being given to you repeatedly, you you need to not ignore that. It might be a calling for you. So that's where I kind of got the, the whole switching from one genre to another because it was like, okay, they're saying that, you know, uh, let me back that up. So they're saying that you're good, but, Am I really good? So let me put something out there to see if I'm serious. Let me put something serious out there and let me see what they say. And then it was just like a floodgate of people like just coming to us and commenting and uh, going in our inbox and requesting that we be on stuff. And it was like, oh, okay, that's what I want to do right there, <laughs> you know, and and then being able to reach um, my age range because for whatever reason, the music industry got people thinking that, you know, young people is just it, and there's nothing else but that. But it's people that's in my age range that want to listen to the music that we listen to. So I kind of, like, mm-hmm. felt like it was my job to get, you know, into it and present that to the world. Like, if you're not too old or young or whatever. You, If this is what you like, then, of course, you're going to want to hear it. And if you can't hear it because it's a whole bunch, it's a whole different other generation you you can't relate to their stuff we can relate to the stuff that you do though so yeah that's mm-hmm. where it was <laughs> i have had some people tell me you know and they complain about it oh there's nothing to do nowadays or the or or you know people nowadays are so lazy they don't go after their dreams what do you think about that i mean you know i i personally know that the people that come on this radio station aren't like that because we're all dream chasers we're all going after our dreams but, I mean, have you ever in, had to encounter that or people tell you that, you know, you're not going hard enough or people complaining? Well, see, here's the thing with me. Everything that I do, I put myself 100%. So I can't say that I, that, that anyone
anyone can call me lazy as far as I'm concerned because I write every day. They even mm-hmm. like like my family and friends are like you can give it a rest you know for one day you're gonna over overload yourself and it's like I can't because I can rest when I'm finished you know and I'm I'm not finished yet like I haven't even got to where I'm I need to be yet so why would I ever take a break right now you know it's mm-hmm. go hard go hard go hard but what I will say is I don't think it's people being lazy per se what I think is is I think that people are scared of failure. And mm-hmm. this might this might be something that you've been dreaming about all your life, but when you when you no matter what business you're in finance music, uh, education whatever when you go ahead and jump into your into your dream there are going to be trials and people I think they take that and um they take that trial and they feel like they failed but it's only a failure mm-hmm. when you stop trying. You know, mm. like I've faced so many brick walls, and I just keep pulling them down. And I, that, I think that's a lot of a lot of the message that I want to send out to my fans. You don't have to give up on things because I look at Oprah, I look at Beyonce, I look at you know Jay Z and um, Ellen DeGeneres. You know, like all of these people, <clears throat> they started out with nothing in in just a dream and they kept going and kept going and they even when they was knocked down they kept going and like I said, a lot of people are just scared of failure is per se. Like it's just that's it. That failure they don't want to face. Hmm. You know, the failure is, is it shouldn't be an issue. What have you done for yourself and, and then you do have a song uh, uh that we're talking about today called Toxic. Tell me about that. Uh, so actually that, that's a part, the actual song is not my failure. It came out of a failure that I had, that I, um, I was away from my children. Um, I moved to Georgia from New Jersey and I was back and forth with my kids back and forth coming to see them or bringing them back to me and, um, we ended up missing our flight and having to get on the bus. And one couple was on the bus, and they were like, it was like a 22-hour ride. And they were like back and forth, back and forth. Um, <laughs> one in the front, one in the back, then they back together, and they laying on each other, and then they arguing again. It was like, there's so many people out here that got toxic relationships, but they still don't want that that toxic person to let go because they still love them. So I think that was the concept. And I, and I told them like, you know, I asked them actually, can I write about you guys? And they were like, "Uh, sure. You know, and I told them the song that I was going to name it, you know, and once they hear it, they'll know that it was for them. Um, and (laughs) that was that. But, um, even when I got back, (laughs) when I got back home, my uh, boyfriend, he said, uh, is this song about me? <laughs> like, why would it be about you? We don't even fit the description. <laughs> like, we have our ups and downs, but we don't just fit this description of this song. It's, it was just funny. Like, everybody really goes through them things, and I just wanted to touch base on that. Most of my songs are like that, though. Mm-hmm. Things wow. that you can wow. feel. That, and and mm-hmm. that, uh, that song is going on the album, The Me and You. I have two projects that I'm working on. Um, the Me and You, which is coming out first, and it, it will probably be dropped in March. And then um, I have I'm Just K, 
which should be coming out around my birthday. But that the Me and You album is more emotional um, driven than anything because it's like it got songs like um, Feel Me, which is talking about uh, my issues with people that I care about, and I'm going to them and I'm asking them, you know, uh, telling them that I'm hurting, and they they're not listening. Everybody. Everybody is talking about me in a negative way, but I'm telling y'all that I'm hurting, and I'm telling y'all what I'm going through, and y'all still not listening. So, you know, like I said, everybody goes through stuff like that as well. So most of the stuff that comes in on the me and you is basically me showing the world that I'm I'm human just like y'all are, you know. Mm-hmm. I go through trials and tribulations as well. Um, everything is not good and gold. Mm-hmm. We're going to go ahead and play that song. Here is KP Toxic. Hey. Focus. Your love is toxic. Going through the motions, cause your love is toxic. 
And it's like a lot of people that um, I'm sorry, a lot. I just want to get this out there real quick. A lot of people that um, come in and that's new, they have the the same problem. Most of them say the people that's close to them, the family members, don't want to support them. But they got to look at it like this: even if your family members are not supporting you, there's six billion people in the world right now. I think it's seven. I think it went up this year. Seven people, seven billion people in the world that might feel you. You know, you can't just take one or two people, two people's advice, you know, you got to put it out there because somebody else might like it, you know what I mean? So just whatever you do, don't give up. Definitely, definitely. I want to thank you for that advice. And, uh, wow, thank you so much for being on the show. You know, you guys, I'm going to be playing that song. You know, we're going to keep it for our 2019 roster. Thank you again so much for being on the show. And just keep going and, and let us know what's going on. All right, I will definitely do. I will definitely do that. And um, thank you for this opportunity. I really appreciate it. And I will see you soon. Yes, definitely. All right. All right, <laughs> then. That was me right here on Drew Chase's radio. You know, wonderful artists, people who are going after things. She's right. You know, from time to time, things do change in your life. But your focus and the way you're focused, no matter what that is that you're focused on, should never change. It should always be gun home. I want to thank you guys for tuning in to Dream Chasers Radio. I have been your host today. And also we've had Gary V, uh, an excerpt of Gary V's show here on Dream Chasers Radio. I do not own the copyright to that, and I put it up there because I felt like that would be a great motivation for you guys to hear Gary V and as well as Wyclef Jean talk about how people in the music industry who have made it really big still give back, and they give back out of their heart. And I want you to understand that it's not how much money you have in a bank account, but how much how much of an account you have in your heart that you can give and be that person that you admire, be that person that when people look at you and they, and they say, you know, that person was this, that person was that, just like my Clef Jean said, I want you to be that person. I want you to I want people to say, you know what? They came by the office and they came by here and oh my gosh, amazing, amazing, amazing person. Thank you again so much for tuning in to Dream Chasers Radio. It has been a wonderful thing and I always say and I will never forget to say, don't forget to what? Dare to be different, baby. Until tomorrow night. Mm-hmm.